0: Matt, Rob, and Justin here for our third edition of the (laughs) Uninformed. We're going to talk a little NFL draft, NBA playoff, and bounce around on some subjects. And hopefully entertain you guys a little bit while wasting some of our own time. Let's start with the NFL draft. Happened a little while ago. Obviously, we're a little late on this. We all have jobs and this isn't making us any money. But it was... One of the more entertaining NFL drafts I can remember. I know all three of us watched it, at least the first day. Um, I found it to be extremely entertaining. Uh, Rob, why don't you tell me what you think of the ad? You watched it, obviously.
1: What did you think?
0: Yeah, I'm not going
1: to go as far as saying I'm one of those tryhards who are sitting there watching the fourth and fifth round, but... For the first day. I don't think anybody watches the. Yeah. <laughs> Can't lie, you know. There's those few tryhards who are sitting there like, "Do you see who we got with the 265th pick in the draft?"
0: <laughs> I knew Tom Brady was going to be good. I saw him get drafted.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, I gotta say, just overall, I mean, you know, you had some great names on the board in the first round. Um, but I was excited not only for obviously my Cowboys with our pick with Taco, but at the same time, too, I felt like this was a good year for all teams, roughly, I want to say, I think, 95%. Now,
0: there's one team that we're going to talk about because I don't know how you could not talk about them, that being the Bears. We'll get to that in a minute, but um, yeah, your team, Rob, is a Cowboys fan, and they took uh, Taco Charlton, um, 28th overall, and... I watched him all year. I'm a Michigan fan. I watched him all year, and at the beginning of the year, I didn't know who the heck he was. And uh, I remember the whole year, he seemed to get better and better and better. And in the offseason, that that draft stock did the same thing. And uh, I'm kind of upset that he went to the Cowboys, but I think he's going to be really good for you guys. You definitely need... You needed some help on the defense. You certainly seemed to have your offense uh, set for a little while. So that was a good pick for you guys. Um, Matt, Matt here, he's a uh, Jets fan. <laughs> and uh, I bet you they're very happy as well. Um, Jamal Adams, a lot of people thought he was the best player in the draft. But since he's a defensive back, since he's a safety... You're not gonna see a safety go number one overall. It's it's uh, it's not a quarterback. It's not the you know a pass rusher. It's not some monster old lineman. You're gonna it's have not for an
1: absolute game changer.
0: Yeah, it's not an old lineman you're gonna have for 15 years. So obviously he slipped a little bit. I <laughs> were you surprised that you didn't draft a quarterback at six? <laughs> I wasn't
2: really that surprised because I don't know team seems to be in a little bit of a rebuilding season. I don't think big, by drafting a quarterback, you're really... Yeah. We, I mean, we already have too many quarterbacks in the roster that we haven't actually tested, so...
0: Yeah, I mean... Yeah. I believe you still have Hackenberg, you have uh, Bryce Petty, and you just signed uh, McCown, right? Mm-hmm. And, I mean... It's, You can't just keep wasting picks when when this draft was so deep. And if you wanted a quarterback, you could have gotten him later. But Miles Garrett goes number one overall to the Browns. And he's just... I I don't understand how people thought that he wasn't going to go number one. Like, I don't know if it was just people trying to create clicks or what. And, like, people saying, like that he's not a that he doesn't play every play well first off in college especially especially Texas A&M where they play a lot of teams that that run up and down the field he's playing like 80 plays and I believe in, in pros in the pros you're only gonna be out there for 40 plays unless you play like the Patriots in the Super Bowl and I don't think the Browns have to worry about that for many reasons never, never mind uh, playing in the same division bet the house on it yeah But, uh, I mean, it's a big difference. It's a big difference. Um, But the Browns, the Browns, um, it seems like, it's like you can almost tell that they have different people running that organization. They got three guys who (laughs) you've heard of, first off. And three guys in the first round that are going to impact them immediately, and they didn't they didn't reach on a quarterback. They got Miles Garrett number one, obviously, and, and at least on the surface, he seems like he's going to be like a, a Von Miller. I mean, who knows? Maybe being in in Cleveland will limit that, but. They get Peppers at 25, and they get David Njoku at 29. And for people who don't know who he is, he's a tight end out of Miami, and they could use some more offensive weapons up there. Um, who knows how, <laughs> how that's going to work. But they, they need more offensive weapons. They need weapons everywhere, defensive, offensive. You, you get you add Peppers, they'll probably play in, in one of the safety positions and they get Joku, who is just muscles on top of muscles. He, like, he might not have been the top tight end in the draft, but he might end up being the top tight end in the draft. Um, <laughs> and they had the number 12 pick. They had a chance to do what Browns always do. And well, that was, they had Deshaun Watson right there in their hands. And what did they do? They did seemingly a smart thing, and they traded it away, and Houston, um, Houston selects Deshaun Watson at 12. What do you think about that? What do you think about the Browns actually not going after the quarterback that was there, and
1: Houston getting Deshaun Watson? I gave four stars to both those two. Out of five. The reason I say why, want you speak on the Browns first, is that, thank God, I don't have to, even if I was a Browns fan, I'm just saying, yeah. I don't have to put another quarterback's name on that long list of jerseys. Yeah. They're finally thinking like, outside the box of their normal start with a quarterback and they're getting the pieces to then eventually get a quarterback or even if they develop a quarterback. I'm, again, the odds of that in my book for right now are silly. Yeah, Kaiser. But, Overall, it's in the right direction. But the Texans, you have my boy Savage there. And the only reason I love Savage just because his name is absolutely the <laughs> greatest hashtag. hashtag right now, Savage Life <laughs> in a whole mix of Brock Os- Osweiler. I think it was
0: a great trade for both teams. And and you, you said that they ended up Matt said that they ended up getting Kaiser in the second round. We'll get to that in a minute, because <laughs> that's a whole nother conversation in my in my opinion. But the Browns basically, I mean, I, I don't remember where I would assume that, um, Houston had the 25th or 29th pick. I don't, I think they had the 25th pick. Um, cause there was a lot of trades going on, but yeah, 25th. they could, yeah, they had the 25th pick and that was one of the things they gave up in order to switch, um, but they could have gotten a great... They could have just said no. And they could have gotten a great player at 12. They could have gotten Hassan Reddick, who everybody loved. Um, they could have gotten Barnett. They could have gotten some of the uh, defensive backs, like Hooker. He was still there on uh, Michigan State. And they did the wise thing. They got more picks in the draft. And they they let uh, the the Texans have him. And now, here's, here's another thing that... The Texans seem like they're a quarterback away. But the thing is, by the... T- I mean... Do you think Watson is somebody that can step right in there? It seems like. I mean, he played against uh, Alabama in two national championships in a row. And we can joke and say Alabama's like playing a pro team. But it really isn't. Can he come in there and and be the guy right away? Because...
1: Well, are we looking like in the sense of how jumping right in the way where, like, hey, we're making the playoffs, or, like, okay, I see you in two years, like, after your first rookie season, coming in, and almost kind of like a, similar, like, Jameis Winston. Well, Jameis started right away, but they didn't expect anything from him. They expected him just, like, kind of, learn the ropes, and then, like, quote-unquote, with the Bucks. I'm just giving him credit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, like, more or less a win or two in each direction in the division, they're close. Well, being like... Look what they got with Osweiler and Savage. Exactly. They, they, exactly.
0: I
2: mean, if he's any worse, I, I think he's better than them. He has to be better than them.
0: <laughs> he certainly will be. I think that's very easy. He has
2: the potential to be better than
0: them. Yeah. But here's the other reason I think that trade is, is, is good. First off, that we can all agree that the Texans needed a quarterback. They were one of the, one of the teams in the draft that were hungry for a quarterback. And they got one. And they got a really good one. I mean, there were three that kind of separated themselves. It wasn't the three that we originally thought. Mahomes, who I said a long time ago, he was my whole grand scheme. He was the guy I wanted the Redskins to get. uh, The racial slurs, excuse me. And I wanted wanted them to trade Kirk Cousins. I wanted Mahomes. And I thought we would get him in the second round. My whole grand scheme was to get Mahomes in the second round. He ends up going 10. So... I'll pat myself on the back for that one, and Kaiser's the one who slips, but I think another reason what the Browns did was great was they um, they already have a quarterback, and yes, he might be a punchline, but he's more than K, it's the Browns, you don't need to make the playoffs this year. You don't need to make the playoffs for the next ten years. Let's be honest. So they have Osweiler on the roster. That was one of the things. They have Osweiler on the roster. They're paying him sixty million dollars this year. What are you gonna do? Cut him? Why? I mean, because he's not Tom Brady. Just he was good enough. He was good enough to get the Texans to the playoffs. Think about that. Now I'm not saying that. That's probably a. Uh, With what that team might be, that might be a disappointment. But he was still good enough to get to the playoffs. Or bad enough to get to the playoffs. (laughs) Do you realize what it would take for the Browns to get to the playoffs? So, you have Osweiler. You let him play for a year because the Browns were so bad last year, they ended up getting the number one pick. So, really, what's he going to do? It's not like... Osweiler's going to be that much of a uh, uh, a downstep from RG3 and, and who the hell were the other quarterbacks they had last Blind year? Brian Hoyer? Josh was, McCown? <laughs> was Hoyer playing last year? No. Oh no. I don't know. But whatever. Exactly. Osweiler's just another guy. And then you have Kaiser who they draft in the second round. I thought that was great. Because the second and third round that's when you draft a Bryce Petty. Who cares if it doesn't work? That's when you draft Christian Hackenberg, your Jets. Mm-hmm. Who cares if it doesn't work? That's where you draft Kirk Cousins. Who cares if it doesn't work? Wow. And sometimes you hit a home run, you get Dak Prescott, mm-hmm. you get Russell Wilson. You know, you get and geez, you Tom Brady. I mean obviously like stuff like that. But they got they got the meat of their draft done. And they were still able to get a quarterback who people fell down on. But there was a time not too long ago where people thought he would go number one overall. Before, I mean, he was. It wasn't that far in the past where he was the number one quarterback. And they were able to get him in addition to accumulating. They got two picks. They they weaselled their way into getting. They have two first round picks next year. Now, we don't know where they're going to end up, but they got three picks in the first round, and then they got a quarterback who you can stretch and say has a chance to be their future if he's not the knucklehead. That I think that was great. I think the Browns were great. And, I mean, they killed it, in my opinion. minus draft a kicker. Yeah. yeah, the kid that drafted a kicker in the last round. I don't know. Maybe there was nobody else. Maybe he's a good kicker. Who knows? Unless maybe not Sebastian Janikowski, but but the other thing that happened in the draft, in addition to a lot of people slipping, um, like the Washington got a steal at seventeen and Jonathan Allen, who was supposed to go top five. I don't know why he slipped so far. A lot of people say he had a Some injury problems. but And Ruben Foster. The knucklehead. He slipped all the way to 31. People thought he was going to slip. But people thought he'd still stay in the top 10. But the big trade. That caught everybody by surprise. Was the Bears trading. From 3 to 2. They gave up. uh, Let's see what they gave up here. They gave up. A third, a fourth, and a third round next year. In addition to swapping the number two and number three pick with Sam Fran. And the Bears draft Mitch Trubisky. I refuse to call him Mitchell. Because that just sounds weird. And tell me what you think about that. Because I think we all saw it happen live. We weren't watching it together. We all saw that happen. And... And I contended that a quarterback was going to be taking number two. I said that that would be the first quarterback off the board, but I could not have envisioned this. So give me your reactions when you saw it happen.
1: I was more surprised just for the fact I thought Jay Cutler was going to be there for another year I re- And that's bone honesty. That's not you know, anything to the the Bears or anything. I really thought Jay Cutler was going to be Go one more year, you know, smoking his little cigarette and everything, and... He looks like he should be working at a gas station. Well, look, when we see him, hopefully, on the TV, I hope he has one burden yeah. out there for him.
0: But, I mean, they obviously moved up to number two because San Fran said something like, we're going to trade this pick away. To somebody who's going to take Mitch Trubisky, unless you want it, I mean, you saw it happen live. But well, I mean, do you, is is there any argument you can make to say that that's a good move for the Bears besides the fact that they may need a quarterback? I mean, they just gave Mike Glennon. Um, on the surface, it seems like a lot of money, but it's low end starter money. I don't know. It's
2: Mike Glennon is a—he seems to be a subpar Jay Cutler. He's a lot more subpar.
0: He's hardly played.
2: So I think Mitch might actually be a good idea. So it could actually put Glennon—I don't know—get him back into shape, get him, make him a better quarterback, make Mitch a better quarterback. It could be a good future for them.
0: But giving up four picks to move up one spot. Reckless, but it could work out for them. It could. For a guy who played at North Carolina and only started thirteen games,
2: risky, but he could have been a freaking diamond in the rough. I guess only time will tell.
0: I, I think it was, um, I think Sam Fran was. Uh, San Fran might be instantly, like, much better next year because in addition to accumulating more picks later on than the draft where they did well, um, they got the number three pick and they got the guy they wanted, Solomon Thomas, and he'll be an instant impact defensive end. Um, he, he could be really, really good. Uh, but in addition... At 31, they get Ruben Foster, the knucklehead, who, in addition to saying some weird things, getting kicked out of the combine, or was it, I think he got kicked out of the combine or something, but he had an injury history, and he he was one of the two two or three guys who had the deleted urine sample, but he's a top-five talent, and you don't really go wrong drafting Alabama defensive players. It's like drafting uh, uh, LSU defensive backs. Like, they just, like, LSU, uh, they're one of the schools that always has great, great talent, always has the best athletes. And who's the best athlete on the field? It's typically a cornerback. And so, if you're playing cornerback at LSU, you typically like it seems like you're the best athlete on the most athletic team. But I like I can't <laughs> I can't wait to see uh, Leonard Fournette and the Jaguars next year. I'm gonna drink the Kool Aid for like the fourth year in a row. And, and say they're going to Super Bowl? Well. No, no, but they're gonna be fun to watch. And. They gonna they gotta put up points. They have like eight receivers on the roster who are exciting. I mean, if Bortles has any kind of time, they're gonna put up points.
2: Does he have time though? Does he have a line?
0: Joe Mixon gets drafted in the second round to the Bengals. And this kid, he has become the face of domestic violence, or however you want to call it. And I think you can go so many angles on this story, but, I mean, the facts are, in 2014, when he was 18, I believe it was actually on his birthday. Um he hit a girl, uh, another college student near Oklahoma, I believe I don't even think he was technically a college student yet, but he hit her and and he leveled her as any athlete hitting a girl probably would do. Um, never mind any normal guy hitting a girl and he got suspended for a year he. This was 2014, so whatever the punishment was, he had it. And I'm sure the girl was compensated and whatever. And the video comes out before they play in their bowl game. Actually, it came out before that when he was doing well. And it was a horrible video. It was tough to watch, no matter what kind of person you are. But then, of course, the the whole noise is when is he going to get drafted, and you got these teams coming out saying we're not going to draft Joe Mixon. We're not going like the Patriots coming out saying we're we're not interested in drafting Joe Mixon. Well, of course you're not. First off, they traded. They kept flip flopping and trading all their picks away, and they just won a Super Bowl. And they don't draft and pay quarter. they don't pay anybody like that. They're not going to do that. And then you got other teams, and you got people coming out saying there's only four teams interested in Joe Mixon. Well, of course. Why would you take on that player if you're Washington and you have two young quarterbacks? If you're Dallas and you have Ezekiel, Alley. if you're if you're uh, uh, the Niners and you got um, that's a kid out of uh, Car- not Carlos Hyde, yeah, Carlos Hyde, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, if you're, I mean, there's so many teams that have one or two running backs. Of course, there's not going to be many. But you gotta be kidding me, there's only four. They just, there's all, plus, there's other guys. I guess my question is when is he allowed to enter society again? Considering this probably happened almost three years ago, or two and a half years ago, and obviously, we'd know about it if he did anything since. Now, Whatever the punishment was, he has already served. Now, you could argue that punishment should have been more. He, he was suspended for a year, and that was probably his redshirt year anyway. So how much of a suspension could he actually have? And you can argue all that, but it's not his job to ask for more of a punishment. No matter what you do in life, no matter what your crime is, you're not going to say, no, 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 no. I did a very bad thing. I insist that you sentence me to more years in jail. I insist you find me more for that speeding ticket. No, you know, even if you're wrong, you're still going to say, you know, okay, thank you. That's it. Or you're going to try to barter down. So it's not his job to say Oklahoma should have suspended me more or whatever. Or, I mean, whatever happened two and a half years ago is long done. And, I guess my question is, when is he allowed to go on with his life? Number one, and number two, all these people who are like jumping on him viciously and and treating him as if he's murdered somebody or, or raped somebody, what he did was terrible. But there's a lot of other levels to being a horrible human being. And they wouldn't utter any of those things, except for the fact that it was caught on video, mm-hmm. and that's where are they when Tyreek Hill has his breakout year with the Chiefs, and they nobody even remembers what he did in college, or Frank Clark. It just recently came out that he is somebody retweeted uh, an article that they wrote about. Him. He got kicked out of Michigan. He's a defensive lineman, got kicked out of Michigan, still got drafted by Seattle, and now is making money because it wasn't caught up. he did it in, in his house or in his apartment on campus with his girlfriend and, like, threw through a window or some crap. And then Greg Hardy, Greg Hardy would be playing in the NFL if he was still in shape and could play and wasn't getting in fights with Des Bryant on the sideline. And if he didn't pay off the girl, like... I, don't, I never read the report, but the rumor is if there was a video for what he did, he'd be in jail for like 10 years or whatever the mag Like, what he did was like...
2: Sensisable.
0: Horrible. So my question is, when is Joel Mixon supposed to get out of his life?
1: Literally how the quote-unquote sports world works now is you literally get... You pretty much... Abused all through medias, whatever you name it, and the only thing—and this is honestly it, the only thing that "quote unquote" clears you is swim, and it's like the the most—it's wrong. It's absolutely wrong. Just like I agree with everything, you know, him like, hitting the woman. Let's let's,
0: let's 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 uh, preface everything by saying hitting anybody is wrong. Hitting. A oh, girl domestic violence, like that's obviously we're not that's deplorable, plus
1: depl- whatever. Alright, continue. But it if you really want to look at it by sheer example, it all comes down to just when. That's the only thing at the end of the day, like every like you could go on every single like ESPN, any, you know analysts or things like that, you look at the media, all that stuff. Once you win, it's literally just like you almost get a pass. And they can even the worst part about it is they can even mention it again and it' flip scripts and say, but yeah, they won a championship or something like that. Like you want to look down like Tiger Woods could have been cleared. Like again, I'm not saying clear from doing wrong. Yeah. But everybody would look at him like he would get praised again. Imagine if he won three majors, two majors, I'll give him that. He would need two, probably. One. No, I give him two. One, it would just everybody would be happy like Tiger's back. Two, if he wins be, another major, it'll be as if Jesus showed up. No, golf Because he is that with, far gone. Tiger would again the happiness of that is too. like the Chicago Cubs. Win. It's like that's yes. what it would do for yeah. golf, yeah. more or less. But like, to be cleared, like outright, no one like would probably even dare mention it again, because he's on top of the world again. Two majors, yeah. and preferably one was the Masters again. Well, the thing is,
0: I think people are like they've seen such a degeneration, and in golf, you can see that because Tiger has all the um, invites. You know, he doesn't he doesn't need to, you know, win a couple tournaments in order to be invited back to the majors. Because most of those, you need invitations. You need to like win a tournament. Uh, to get invited to this or you need to you know qualify. he has the cloud yeah no he has he's won so many tournaments in the past that he's like lifetime invitations to everything. Yeah. So you can see him just going downhill. It's not like it's not like football where like just one day like you know Joe Schmo behind you is now better than you, so you're just sitting on a bench. You know, you don't see somebody literally dragging themselves down. You can see, like, the quarterbacks decline. But it doesn't take too many games before the guy behind you starts. In golf, you're out there by yourself. It's not like the caddy's going to start hitting shots if you miss. You're out there, and, and you're going to either fall on your face or you're going to get better. But we saw we we see It's painful watching him play golf now, and you're just like, he's not that old yet. This shouldn't be happening. But anyway, like, wh- when are we allowed to... Let Joe Mixon play. I mean... I say he should play right now. I mean, he's obviously going to, but they're, like, boycotting Cincinnati. And it doesn't help because Cincinnati's had a plethora of just criminals on their team. Pac-Man Jones being the least of them. And... But, I mean, like, it's...
2: You know, Ohio is a rough state altogether, so that's (laughs) a rough state to actually live in to be on that team to go through this but if he can make the, the Bengals win that, that'll that that'll cover it that'll cover everything and do do I think that he is a bad person because he hit this woman no I think that it was a terrible situation I yeah. think that he should not have done it I think he
0: I actually I actually asked my mom about this because I was interested in, to hear what she would say and she kept saying they'll forget about it sooner or later they'll forget it I'm just like So, what do you think the punishment should be? And she's like, didn't that happen two and a half years ago? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, well, has he done anything since? I'm like, no. Well, there you go. And I'm like, okay. And I was like kind of shocked. I thought, you know, like, it didn't even occur to her that he might be a bad person. I think I might have prefaced it by saying, like, he doesn't seem like it. But it was like, I guess I'm just shocked at how people react to the video, like, what do you think domestic violence looks like? Like, what do you think... What do you think a grown athletic man beating on a girl looks like? like? I mean, just one
2: thing to question for me, I think, would be he plays football, one of the most aggressive sports. Yeah. Yet this woman made him so angry... For him to hit her.
0: Yeah it was a. I, I Not mean, saying
2: that there's two sides to the story. But it seems like she may have. Triggered something. Well if you watch the video it looks like. She gets up in his face. Pushes him a little bit and then that
0: was it. And she like feigns a punch. And then you like. It, there was something that happened there. And like there was uh, allegations that there was a racial slur. Whatever and like. He was. he He apparently had never even met her before. But whatever let, let's move on. I just. I just find it fascinating that, like, people are shocked at the video. Well, yeah, what, the, what do you think would happen? What do you think Greg Hardy's a monster? C- can you imagine if that there was a video for that? I mean, little Ray Rice, His I think his wife is actually taller than he is. She is, I met her And before. he knocked her the hell out. What do you think Greg Hardy or... Or some of these other monsters. They're literally monsters. What do you think they do? It's a miracle that they don't kill people when they hit them. But anyway, Tony Romo, Jay Cutler are uh, going into broadcasting. And I want to hear what, what our Dallas Cowboy expert here thinks about Tony Romo. I want to hear how you feel about the team now. How, how you feel about Dak coming in and, and taking Tony's team away and what you think
1: about Tony retiring. Let me have All right, All yeah, right. You know what? I'm going to chop this around. I'll start off with, you know, how do I feel about Dak taking over the team first? And this is my blatant honesty about it. This first year was more than what I expected because anybody knows me. I said... I would just be more or less happy if the Cowboys got five or six wins. I was looking flat out; I wasn't giving myself any high expectations. Or because anything, of because of the rookie quarterback, or were you the situation between whether or not? Because remember, I'm looking in as Romo's still going to play, still banged up. So I'm thinking he's going to be getting snaps. The rookie's going to be getting snaps. So it's kind of like hit or miss. Some games I figured Romo's going to start, obviously because you know Jerry just loves him. And I figured, you well, know... why wouldn't he? Well, of course. But at the same time, too, I was like, this rookie is going to get some action pending, you know, the injuries and such. So I'm okay. thinking, you know, rookie might come in, get a couple of wins or a win. Romo will take care of the hard mode. Turns out Romo really doesn't play all year at all. Oh, he got... What was it preseason? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he got into the preseason. Comes in just like, what, one touchdown, four drives or whatever. One oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But, um, like I'm saying... So I was more or less happy. Do I think this year they're going to be better? Not necessarily. Probably I figure a couple wins down, but I also think because also the NFC East is a lot harder this year. Um,
0: no thanks to the Washington.
1: <laughs> don't worry, still going for you guys to get third, even though I just don't.
0: I th- no. I, I honestly think that 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 division is is going to be very tough, best division. But I think the Washington is going to finish last. Yeah, I think the Giants are going to be really good. If their defense does anything, I think they're a shoo-in to win the division. Is is as good as the Cowboys are? I think. I think people are. I I don't know why the Giants mm-hmm. aren't
1: uh, more. Is because oh, it's how it's point out. People all they all everybody will go by more of a. I mean, again, I'm not lowering the Giants. Offensive weapon. I'm not saying that. I know what the Giants have with Marshall. Well, they Adele. might
0: have the best uh, receiving core in the league.
1: Yes, I can. I'm not belittling yeah. that at all. I'm just going by the natural assumption now, which yeah. is like, okay, you see Dallas's offense and what's going on. They're gonna they put that at one level right here. Well,
0: I'm not an offensive line nerd, and. Since I didn't prepare this all day, I but I do know you lost at least one offensive lineman. You lost lost Doug Free. Yes, and I think he's been there for a hundred years, and he's kind of a staple. So even even if it's only him, that could that could be.
1: No, it could be. It's it de- definitely. But again, like I said, going off just the simple assumption of everything, there the edge is on the Cowboys. Yeah. But again, like I said, with the people should add up how unquote good the Giants' defense is looking, especially on paper now, and coming off of last year, which I'm not gonna lie, the defense was good. Like it wasn't yeah. anything not to overlook or like be like whatever to it. No, Collins. Yeah, I mean,
0: who wouldn't want that guy on your team? I they traded up to draft him, Landon Collins, right before. Was the pick before Washington, and I was so furious because um, he was just—he's just somebody you wanted on your team, and I could see it. And not to mention, he's, his idol was Sean Taylor. I had visions of him wearing twenty-one, playing safety, and just running people over. And it would have made me interested in the Redskins again. And uh, yeah, I mean that team should be good. I mean, how crazy is it to think? And this won't. This is this might be pushing the bounds. But how crazy is it to think that Odell might be the number two receiver? The Smear. That's crazy. He's he's one of the best route runners in the league. And he might be the second receiver that the defense worries about. That's kind of scary. As long as Eli is, like, vertical, that team should be pretty damn good. Um, Eli's aging. Huh? Eli's aging then yeah. then they did draft Davis Webb in like I don't know the fifteenth round this year, whatever round it was, and he was another quarterback. He he's he kind of looks like Eli, like he's he's going to be the heir apparent. But here's a question for you: Like Cutler is going into broadcasting, and I I don't know, I don't see that. I don't see him saying an interesting thing ever, but. Will Tony Romo play football next year? He has a clause in his contract with CBS that allows him to play next year if, like, something comes up. Like, he
1: can get out and go back. If you want me to say honestly, I kind of feel like he will. Kind of. I really, I don't, do I think it would be something, I think it would be something, like, late in the season. Where especially, like, one of those close playoff teams, possibly. What about the Giants? Let's talk about the Giants. Like,
0: I I, I, I kind of envision this um, guy I work with. He's a huge Giants fan, and he hates Romo. As I got to imagine, a lot of Giants fans hate Romo. And I had this scenario pop into my head. The Giants are kind of built for right now. Sure. As most teams, you build for what your quarterback has. Like, the Cowboys can and can afford to wait a little bit and like kind of build up and build up, and they... They're building their defense through the draft with Taco, and uh, uh, they drafted a guy in the second round who's uh, going to help them out, cornerback. I forget his name. It's a weird name. He's, that's the guy your, your boy there ran off. Five-time champion! Uh, what's his name? Uh, and, then, and then he spouts off some name that nobody even knows. But um, the the Giants are built for right now. Even though they do have some young players... So what happens? I mean, Eli, I don't think he's missed hardly any, if not no games. What happens if he gets hurt in week 12, Matt? Hypothetically, the team is built right now. What happens if Eli goes down? What happens if uh, Jonathan Allen from Washington comes around the end and destroys his leg? I mean, nobody's indestructible. I mean, we saw Peyton, Peyton Manning get injured, his brother. So Mannings do break eventually. They don't just get old and retire. Are you gonna put a call into Romo?
2: I can't see them doing that. I cannot see the Giants
0: calling Tony Romo. Why not? Can you see Tony them Romo. doing that? Well, you got all
1: those weapons and you got you got somebody who's obviously healthy. I say as long as it's a team that's needing, like, I mean, I'm not going to say no to the Giants. But, uh, I, how, just, I can see the Broncos taking them. But, the like, Broncos, I mean... They say, any team that's, like, on that playoff push, yeah. that's, like, right there coming to the end of the year where maybe two wins matter, and you need a quarterback, they're, they're definitely going to call up to him. Absolutely. How great would that be if... But,
0: you say the Broncos. Well, if the Broncos wanted them bad enough, they probably would already have him, Right? and obviously Houston had a plan they didn't, they didn't need to go after him or they couldn't get Ronald hmm. but i'm saying like how great would that be to see him with those receivers towards the end of the year leading that division it would be it would be kind of like uh, Peyton with the broncos for the second coming without without the first championship i mean i think that would some people are gonna hate it because they're a Cowboys fan. Some people are gonna hate it because they're just haters. But I think it would make for interesting fucking TV. God
2: damn. I mean, all the cards play into his hand after he decides to retire. I mean, that yeah. would that would, that'd be fate. He couldn't and do it with the. I don't Cowboys. think
0: he would be able to say no either because of those weapons. Yeah. How much fun would that be for him? I, don't I mean, know. he's had very good teams before, but he's never had. He's never had three receivers like that. Shepard, I I anticipate Shepard being really good this coming year. Mm-hmm. I mean, but uh, we were going to talk about Joe uh, Thomas retiring. Um, he's another one of these Browns that nobody's heard of, but um, I think Matt's got the article there. I just thought it was staggering to see somebody... He's already experiencing memory loss at the age of 32, and that's frightening. But tell me a little bit about Joe Thomas, Matt.
2: So Joe Thomas is saying that uh, early on he's already starting to experience uh, memory loss. And, I mean, he goes on to say a few things that, like, he... uh, All other jobs he's saying come with risks, but he's saying football, risking your memory? I don't know, it's crazy. He said there's definitely a concern, but the way I look at it is just about every profession in our society, there comes lasting effects, Thomas said. It's just the way our society is set up. People have to work. So if it's true, a stonemason, or if I was a uh, painter, I I was building bridges or whatever, there's just going to be some wear and tear in the body. In your brain, that's just the way it is. To be able to live the lifestyle and provide your family that football has been able to do to me, it's a trade-off. I'm willing to accept He's saying he's willing to accept the memory loss.
0: That's crazy. Is he
2: just using it as a trade-off for football?
0: Yeah. Because I, I thought that was crazy. But um, yeah, like we were talking about before, like what are the what? Are the, he's he's a monster. He's um, you got his stats there. Was he like six six? Like probably three hundred and change. What are the what are the cornerbacks feeling like? What are the running backs feeling like? Marshawn Lynch has got scrambled eggs in his brain. Well, I don't know. I think that's crazy. You know why I'm here. Hmm? You know why I'm here. The boy Lynch. Yeah. It, it, Marshawn Lynch is going to die on the football field.
1: It's my contention. Do you, like, like were you just saying that? Ask yourself this one question, where I'm pretty sure I know the answer. What? Do you think he, if that did happen, he would be the happiest person alive? If it happened exactly like that. It depends on one thing. Are there skills? If he had skills, yeah.
0: Just give me one more skill. But I mean, drop it in. <laughs> it's, yeah, he's like his body doesn't take pain, and so the the thing that it's just not registered. Like pain, your body, your body registering pain is a warning. It's like warning your brain. You know, you just stick your hand over a burning flame, and your nerves send this thing. Get your hand out of there. That's what pain is. Like when you tear something to your pull a muscle, you screwed up your muscle, and the pain is your body saying, stop using that muscle while he heals. He doesn't have any of those senses. So he's just running his face into other people. Like he says in that famous interview, over and over and over and over again, nobody can take that. And then he says, you think there's a deeper metaphor? Yeah, run through a motherfucker's face. Well, yeah, but his body's still feeling some of that. So I think at some point on the field, he's just going to hit somebody and his body's just going to be like, it's going to go from, from A to Z. And it's going to skip all those steps, in the, and he's just going to die on the field. And that's my prediction. It's a horrible prediction. He's but, going to the Raiders, though, right? Yeah. They pass the ball a lot, so that's good for him. He belong, He should have played for the Raiders his whole career. Let's be honest. He, Him and Gronk should have been Raiders their entire career. Because I can just see them wearing the the... the Shoulder pads with the spikes all off season. Mm-hmm. Gronk, I don't think he'll be a Patriot much longer, honestly, but that's a different argument for a different time. Like, they always sell before, before the uh, before they don't overpay for anybody, and Gronk has outlived his time there. They just won a Super Bowl without him, so why would they keep him? Why would they give him another contract? He's make he's he's cheap. Switch gears to the NBA playoffs, um, which had been somehow both exciting and not exciting. Um, We basically predicted, I think we all predicted the first round. um, It was nothing but chalk. It was interesting how we got there. Uh, Boston loses the first two and then clean sweeps the rest of the way and they made me eat my words. I, uh, it would have been interesting to see if Ronda was there, but I don't want to use that as an excuse, but it would have been interesting to see that series if Ronda was there for the entire time. But Boston definitely has played, played better and made me eat a little crow. But in the Western Conference... You're going to argue with me that um, Chalk didn't win because uh, Utah was the five seed and they beat the four seed Clippers, but the Clippers lost Blake Griffin, and I believe they had the same record in the regular season. So, that was Chalk winning because Utah was the better team. I mean, when you have the same record and then you lose Blake Griffin, then the better team wins. Mm -hmm. And... So now at this point, we got Golden State and Cleveland cruising, cruising, um, and you have two series that look like they could be headed to a seven-seven games. We got uh, Boston, Washington playing right now. Boston is up by what was it twenty? They're up pretty good, right? Sixty-seven fifty-one. It's showing right 67-51. now. Sixty-seven fifty-one. So they're in control at home, home home court, holding serve in that series. And uh, we watched Houston last night cough it up, literally. And we watched, uh, we watched James Harden do his best Russell Westbrook impersonation. Um, and it was awful. And one thing that I... Uh, so many things to talk about in these playoffs, even though it's been predictable... The one thing that's caught me off guard is I didn't watch much regular season basketball this year because why? But I thought Houston would be fun to watch but that Houston Oklahoma series there was one game where I was watching where it was seven straight possessions with a foul and it might have been more than that because I changed the channel like that was unwatchable. It was, that was supposed to be the series that everybody wanted to watch. and Maybe you like watching people shoot foul shots and, and stoppage in time. Stoppage in time. But that was awful. For me, anyway. But, um... Rob, give me your opinions of the playoffs, Omar. So give me your opinion of... Uh, if anything has surprised you... Tell
1: me your thoughts. I, I personally don't have... Any surprises? I mean, my okay, pretty much. I'll say this: from what I've seen from the playoffs so far, I don't have any surprises. More or less, my surprises come in of me, I guess, questioning other people's thoughts on the playoffs. In the sense of, like I said, me and you, we our main thing that we've been going back and forth on is obviously the Boston Celtics. That's yeah, top of the line, like the main question. We've said the West is Golden City It's going to come down to Golden State. Versus Spurs-Rockets. We said that from the start. Again, Cleveland, it was... You said it would be the Raptors would give them the best thing. They're out now, but again, like yeah. I said, whatever. And it's the Celtics. So, pretty much, straightforward chalk. It practically is. It is chalk. Yeah. And so, my thing now is just seeing... My expectation is Cleveland's going to beat the Celtics in six games. I feel that way. Big. Boston's going to win game two, and I think they're going to win game four. Then Cleveland's going to run.
0: Would you be surprised if Cleveland swept them?
1: Would I be surprised? Yes. What if
0: – okay.
1: Yes. I would be surprised because I just don't – the last time – and Matt, correct me on this, Matt. Matt, like pretty much my point is the last team to sweep any the first three rounds of the playoffs. I do know of a team, but I wonder if that's the only team or has there. Well, you're a, a Lakers fan. It's so the it. Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah. Was it the most recent one? It was the. Um, Two thousand, the first one, the first of the three rings with Shaq and Kobe. I know Kobe. Kobe and, I know Kobe and Shaq won. They swept through the Western Conference. They lost game one. That's when Iverson hit that shot over Tyron. And that's Moore. the only one they and lost. And that's the one. They, and then the Lakers. It won doesn't happen much. It does happen barely at all.
0: No. Um, see if you can find that stat, Matt. Um, I'm sorry. Can you phrase uh, <laughs> yeah. the question? So pretty much, it's uh, has
1: NBA teams that have swept their conference. Yeah. Um.
0: Yeah. What what Golden State and Cleveland are doing? I mean, uh, I saw a tweet. I saw a tweet uh, a little while ago. It was um, a couple days ago, and it was uh, I think it was probably you know when when the series was over, and it said something to the effect of the playoffs. the The Eastern Conference is the equivalent of LeBron punching a time clock or showing his ID in order to get to work, and you could make the same argument for the Warriors um, for the Western Conference because. I didn't watch the games because they, they, they had them on at 10, 10.30 at night trying to keep this shit a secret or something. Like, uh, I, the Warriors are supposed to be fun to watch. Why the hell are you having them on at 10.30? I know the West Coast, yeah, that's different. But a lot of people live in, in the New York East Coast area. You, it, there's not many games on. You're not like, uh, whatever. But um, they're, they're mowing through people as well. I think they have a higher point differential. Um and despite what Draymond says, I think the the competition has been even. Matt, give me your your uh, opinions on the playoffs so far. The playoffs haven't really shocked me too much. I think
2: uh, the most interesting games right now. I mean, I don't know. The only interesting game right now is the Spurs game. I mean, I think I see Boston winning in seven. I think I think Washington's gonna beat Boston at home.
0: Yeah, tomorrow or two days from today or whatever it is. Yeah. So you think Boston? You think it'll be Boston and um, in Washington? But you're saying Boston and Cleveland. Yeah. And you think the Spurs, even without if Kawhi's dinged up, I don't think we know how bad his injury is. But I mean, I tell you what. What I what I saw last night from James Harden was. He had, I believe it was, three turnovers and one missed shot in overtime in a row. Mm-hmm. In four possessions in a row. <laughs> and you just, like you said earlier, uh, Rob, you can't lose that game when you're not playing against Tony Parker and Kawhi. Mm-hmm. You can't lose that game. So why would I even bother to say that you're going to come, come back and win mm-hmm. the series? Yep. And even if you do... If you can't... If, if it takes you that long to get by San Antonio, how the hell are you going to even put up any kind of a fight against Golden State? Exactly. So, on to things. I think we can... I think we all agree it's it's going to be round three. Golden State and uh, the Cavs, barring a plane crash. Um, and... How do you see that series going? Do you... I mean... I think we can all agree that Golden State is the better team. They had seventy-two wins last year. They, I mean seventy-three wins. Break, broke the record or whatever. Yeah, broke the record last year. And then you add probably the second best player in the NBA. That team should be the best team we've ever seen, outside of like the dream team. It sh- team should be the best team we've ever seen. And all their uh, analytics from the year, their, their offense, their defense point, every, everything except for the record is better this year. And, and we can attribute that to uh, you know, getting to know each other because basketball is a very uh, you have to know everybody's tendencies on your team except if you're playing an all-star game in which nobody plays defense. So that's the one thing we learned with the Heat when the big three first came together. I mean, they they <laughs> he had Chris Bosh crying in the locker room because they thought they were just going to steamroll everybody. And they kind of did after that, but it wasn't... It, so you can attribute the record to that, but it just puts into perspective how much better they've done after that. So I guess my question is to... We'll go to Matt first here. Can you see any scenario in which Cleveland beats Golden State? Hmm. Well, barring injury. Barring injury. Or plane crash. Hmm. Or HGH scandal. Or mass ejections.
2: I mean, we've already got some banged up players. At Not time. on Golden State. Durant's got that strained calf. I mean, yes, that's they not really holding it back. nine days
0: off until the finals. Yeah. If it's strained, it won't be strained in those nine days. He's going to have, like, 24-hour massages. I don't know. It depends if uh, Draymond can keep his uh, cool against
2: LeBron. Because it seemed like the last last year that threw him off when he got
0: ejected. So They still have Steph Curry and Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson, who, in my opinion, might be the greatest three-point shooter of all time. But nobody knows it because he plays with Steph Curry. I
2: don't know, but can they beat the Cavs? So who do you
0: have? I think uh, I have Golden State. You have Golden State. How many games? Six. Six. So you think it's going to be similar to two years ago. What about you, Rob?
1: Four years and five.
0: Four years and five. So you think it's going to be... They're going to get handled. i I.
1: I just think so. I think literally, this is. I think the Warriors want. Technically, they should have the best team. Absolutely. Oh, I think. We, I think for the Warriors' sake, they need to finish it in five games. If they really want the "quote unquote," that again, it's not going to take away the kind of like relating back to what we were saying earlier about you know with the whole defensive violence and like winning heels all in the in the sports world. I'm not right or wrong, but. With the Warriors having that good of a season last year, the, the best regular season ever, yeah. being 3-1 so, and then blowing it, the only way you can punch, like, literally, a punch back in the jaw is to say either we sweep you and technically almost, wait, I have right here like the best playoff records in NBA history, like, in regards, I only count the ones really with at least 15 wins, 15, 16 wins, whatever. This century I mean? Yeah, because like you look at 83, 76 ers who won 12 games and you win. Yeah. I have the um, teams that swept by the way. Um But like I'm saying, you win four or five games, you win in game four or game five. You punch them right in the jaw. Mm-hmm. Like right back from last year and say, yeah. This is us now. We are the best. You know what? Take last year, look what happened now. We just You're garbage quote-unquote, I'm saying like, by winning against them like that. You demolish them. You demolish the whole playoffs with that.
0: Yeah. Well, the, it, speaking from a Golden State point of view, I think it, they have a number of things that they're playing for. One of them is they're playing... Durant wants to win the title. Yep. Um, he has to validate going there. Golden State... Um, Wants to get revenge for last year, you know the Cavs ruining their 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 perfect season. Their Bulls uh, beat the the beating of the Bulls' best record. And the other thing that that may get talked up a little bit, but I think they they also for the the ego or the non-ego that they have for the, the they have to. Beat the Bulls two out of three, or they have to beat the Cavs two out of three championships in order to have the leg up. You know, I kind of that's kind of like null and void because of all the other things, but they don't, they still have that championship from two years ago. They want another one to be able to say, Yeah, 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 you won one, but we have two on you, Mm -hmm. and that'll kind of like that'll also put their distance, you know. I mean, obviously. You know, the Warriors weren't the Warriors, but that kind of puts their distance away from LeBron himself with the two in Miami. That That's, you know, we're, we're, you can't, you have nothing bad to say about us now because we got two. Can you see any scenario in which Cavs win? No. <laughs> if we'd have had the same... Uh, if hell, hell freezes over. There's a hell Michigan and it freezes over every year. Exactly. Um... Can you, if we had the same talk last year, would your opinions have been the same? I think mine might have been. Yes. I think I, I think if we'd had the same exact talk last year, going into the play, going into like at this very point, Cleveland would have was struggling against Toronto in the in the finals. It would have been one round further. And I don't remember what Golden State was doing. They were probably mowing through somebody. They didn't I don't remember them. They had trouble in the first round, didn't they?
1: They had they had no, trouble no, against, no, uh last year wrong, no. They were down three one against the Thunder. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. They had they were
0: down three one against Durant. So each of them had trouble. But uh headed into the finals, I think we would have said the same thing. Yes. And we certainly would have said it the year before because they had no... no uh, Kyrie and Kevin Love were out. So... My question is this. As it pertains to... Um, the age-old... It's not even that old, but the the recent new argument of LeBron versus Jordan. That is only going to gain more traction as, as LeBron seemingly never gets injured, so he's just going to keep playing. Um, Matt, who's better? Who's the best player of all time? Is it Jordan? That's what most people would say. Or some I hope. feel like
2: most people are saying that now because it's hindsight and they've seen his career in its entirety. I feel like six years from now, we're going to say LeBron's the better player.
0: I think LeBron is better than Jordan. Rob. Without getting animated... I'm not. Without uh, going into too much detail... Who is the best player of all time? And you're not allowed to say Kobe. I'm not. I wouldn't. And and just briefly, why?
1: Michael Jordan... Because this is going
0: to lead into other arguments. Go ahead.
1: Michael Jordan is... The best NBA player of all time. There's
0: a lot of reasons. There's a lot of reasons. Okay,
1: like I can point out again the most common mm-hmm. one, which any "quote unquote" NBA fan would say, "Well, is his playoff record the six, six rings, championships. six championships, six finals?" And he's like, "That's the quote unquote bar standards. Like you were perfect in the playoffs." And,
0: and the Jordan and the Jordan arguer will also say, "You would have had eight in a row." If he didn't retire Which I don't think That's feel unfair
1: that. to say To Hakeem Olajuwon Yeah I because, don't Yeah I don't Whatever That's Again okay, That's a stupid argument
0: I'm, I'm sure like the, the, the general manager Person Would also say that There's gotta be Somewhere in there Where like If he actually stayed Well then You know Other people might have left And come back Like that would have thrown yeah. Everything off Whereas like when he came back, people wanted to come back and play with him. Maybe by that point people would have been going, I don't
1: know. Look, it just because look, you yeah. had the same team for whatever, five years, and you're good doesn't mean doesn't mean anything. Like, no. Even yeah. at the day at the day we can even look at the Miami Heat a few years back. Roughly the same exact team, even added in pieces, and it's back and forth. I kind of view I see
0: I'm a I'm a LeBron fan, not Not the same way I'm a Michigan fan. Not the same way I'm a Washington fan. Although, I... It's tough for me to even consider myself a Washington fan because they just... Oh, they hurt me so much. I feel so bad for (laughs) Matt Matt being a Jets fan and stuff. But, like... um, It's different. I kind of view LeBron the same way I root for baseball in which I like watching individual excellence. Like... I don't root for any any baseball teams anymore. I don't care. But I like I like seeing somebody like who doesn't like watching Bryce Harper hit a couple home runs or or watching a pitcher go for a perfect game. Or seeing somebody have a great year like Kershaw and then seeing what he does in the in the playoffs. Stuff like that. So I guess that's where my fandom came from LeBron because I saw him when he first came up and I just he passes, like, I think he's one of the best, if not the best passers in the league. And he, he, he and that's something that really not many people talk about. So, like, when I, when I, when I uh, talk about, like, him, it's just because I enjoy watching him play so much. And it's not because I really give a shit. It's almost like the way I, I Peyton Manning. The way I felt about Peyton Manning, I wasn't a Broncos fan, I wasn't a Colts fan, but I always felt, this guy is so good, and he puts so much into it, he deserves more than one championship. he And he deserves more than the other one he got. Like, it's just, it's a flaw in the system, because you play one game, and it's a one-game sample size, and we can all agree a one-game sample size is horrible. Peyton Manning should have won more than two championships, and he shouldn't have had to play with a broken neck and a, a f- screwed-up Denver. You know, it's just a flaw in the system that, that so-and-so's got two. Pa- Eli Manning's got two, and Peyton Manning has two. Well, I mean, some, I think if Peyton was on the, in the NFC, he probably would have more. Well, you know, it's the same old thing with... with like you know, I mean, before our time, we talked about who's the better running back, Barry Sanders and Emmett 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 Smith. Well, okay, if you switch, if you switch the teams, you know, stuff like that. But anyway, um, before we turn this into a four-hour podcast, I want to ask this question seriously: What what LeBron did last year, I think, was. It's not just LeBron, It's Kyrie Irving, I could watch him dribble for an hour. Like, he's he's fabulous. What they did last year, I think, we'll look back on it and, and, and appreciate how, like, we just both said, we would have said the same thing, they have no chance, they have no chance. They. How can they have a chance? Like, maybe if everything rolls right, they might get a chance. And then they're down three to one. So it's not like, you know, they won two games and then they the immature, young Golden State, like, imploded. Golden State was up 3-1, and then they imploded. You got Curry throwing his mouthpiece, and, you know, when the game's over, and, and Draymond, I forget what, kicking somebody else, kicking LeBron or something, getting ejected. So, <laughs> LeBron walking over him. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. But the point is, like, they were up 3-1, to and they still, you know... Lost. Yeah. So it wasn't like it was like. Mm-hmm. I got a question. This is my question, and I've been waiting for like an hour and a half to ask you to this. And I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna unfairly ask Stat Matt this first <laughs> to give major detractor Rob a little more time to formulate his opinion. But I want to ask you this in the hypo- hypothetical. Let's suspend disbelief. And let's say that the Cavaliers do what they did last year and they win. Now you can make it however you want. You can make it that they, um, without injury, you know, no plane crash. Let's just say that they find a way to win, whether it's five games, six games, seven games, whatever. And let's say that LeBron continued because that's another thing nobody's talking about. He's averaging like... 34-9-9 Thirty-four, nine, and nine are something ridiculous this playoffs. And granted, they're they're sweeping people because they're better than the people they're playing. So the numbers he's putting up are are kind of um, inflated. But he also has a team, like he has Kyrie on his team and stuff like that. So as of right now, he's he has like historic numbers for a playoff run. But they're gonna diminish because the the the, the competition is gonna increase. Mm-hmm. So let's say that he has his A good finals. And he is the main reason that they beat Golden State. That means he has four titles. He has two for Cleveland. And back-to-back years, he's taken down a perceived super team. Mm -hmm. Is he better than Jordan at that point? Ford if player. in one of those games, he gets the flu. No, no, I, I already said that he is the main reason. And you can just think about it in your head. If they are somehow able to take down Curry, Thompson, Draymond Green, and Durant, obviously, LeBron James is going to have to be special. Yeah, but is he going to have the flu? <laughs> People forget that in Jordan's famous 63-point game and his career-high 63-point or whatever in Madison Square Garden, they lost the game. People forget about that. They talk about the 63 points he put up against Boston. They up, they lost that game. But anyway, does your opinion change? If somehow, like, we, we're watching the games. We're seeing how dominant Golden State is. We're seeing... we're see- They added the second-best player in the league to a team that won 73 games last year. If... The Cleveland Cavaliers, led by LeBron James, and he's the main reason. Obviously, he's going to need help, and obviously, he's going to need to, at the very least, be efficient. No matter what his numbers are, he's not going to be able to have seven turnovers a game. He's going to have to have a good amount of points, good amount of assists. good amount. He's going to have to be great for them to win. So, you can imagine whatever the numbers are going to have to be in order to get past that team, just like last year. Him and Kyrie Irving, they went 41 and 41 for a game. And then, like, the next game, they each had, like, pretty damn near the same thing. Like, they had an incredible, incredible series because that's what it's going to need to take to get by Golden State. Mm-hmm. So, you don't even need to think about what the numbers are going to be because the numbers are going to have to be incredible. So, taking all that for granted, they get by Golden State. Of course it's going to have to be an incredible series. Of course, Kyrie, LeBron, Kevin Love, the whole team is going to have to play perfect. Mm -hmm. And led by LeBron James, he's going to have to be unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Does your opinion change? Is he better than Jordan at the end of this year? (laughs) Even if they win...
2: At their best, Jordan is better.
0: Not exactly the insight I was looking for. Maybe Rob can help us out there. So, suspend disbelief. Everything I told you. And I'll be the first one to say that I will be twice as shocked as I was last year. I think everybody will be. I mean... It was a joke that once the Warriors started to find their way, the season was over. And everything else was just like, you know, a parade. And like I said, if they are to win, more than one person going to have to be incredible. And obviously, we you know, if, if there's injuries or stuff, obviously that's bullshit. But that's not what we're talking about. If everybody's healthy and, and and the Cavs are somehow able to pull it off.
1: Answer the previous question for me. He's still not better Jordan. Still. Still not. And I can. I'll give reasons to it in multiple levels. I don't,
0: okay. I don't have any stats here. You no.
1: Know, I, I, I. I can. I'm not going to give basic numbers on stats. Like I said again. Because and,
0: I, I would honestly, when it's all said and done. The stats are probably gonna lean towards LeBron.
1: Absolutely. The stats will lean towards LeBron. Well the
0: career the career total totals are gonna lean towards LeBron because the guys, I don't understand
1: why they're playing him so many minutes. That baffles me. And Jory, that's part of my overall thing as well with a lot of things. So I First thing I want to point out.
0: <laughs> He's like, they're treating him like a plow horse. He's still
1: going, let's keep
0: using him. Like, Jesus Christ. He's Cleveland's economy. Give the man a break. Once, I would, once I'm once i up by 15, I would be like, just sit on the bench for a little
1: bit. Dora, I've had a lot of, like, it, like I said, like just said, I am, I just have a pure hatred for LeBron James and everything. Yeah. Whatever. But again, can,
0: I'm not. Can I ask you one question? Yeah. Does that stem. From when he came in the league and you're like, love, like, whatever for Kobe. Correct. It's, it does. It started from there. It does. And then added it. Like, absolutely. Do you feel like him coming in the league, it's like he took Kobe's thunder a little bit.
1: <laughs> I think he did because obviously, again, there's more hype. When I read, but don't worry. Colby's got was, five what, rings. Kobe. I was 13 what, when LeBron and Carmelo, everybody came in. I'm not going to sit here and lie and say, I have a LeBron, I had a Nuggets jersey with a 15. I had, a, I had all those jerseys. I yes. was a basketball fan. At the Let end me day.
0: ask you another question before we get to it. I know you don't like him. Mm-hmm. When you watch him play, even if you're rooting against him,
1: do you appreciate how good he is? Absolutely. I don't, I never do you, sat and said, i like, this guy is a terrible player. He's not one of the best players. I never sat there and said "Not." So you, you do what you're supposed to do on the court or you, whatever you play, how you play. I give you that. So you view him the same
0: way that like, I view the Patriots right now or the way I used to when I gave half a shit about baseball, the way I viewed the Yankees. Like, oh, I hate that team. But Jeter, you know. Really, You're like,
1: again, like, and it's and a lot. Guys are, Tom Brady, it's a He's lot. Like a Jets from, fan, right here. It's, yeah, it's a lot different difference between me and Matt. Yeah. Like a Jets fan, like we yeah. actually have to like hate the Patriots and like.
0: But don't. Well, lie. I mean, I, I hated the Cowboys with you know Aikman and those guys. Granted, I
1: was really young, but I hated those guys. Like I hate. Am I like it's like like look back at like Giants Cowboys like I hate the Giants more from my rivalry with that, but. If you ask me on those two Super Bowl wins, was I rooting for the Giants or Patriots? I was actually rooting for the Giants on both of those. So yeah. I want like that to be obviously clear that it's not so much of like, I will not root for... Well, was a couple of good nights for you then. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so
0: get back to LeBron and why even if he miraculously does this,
1: you still have him behind Jordan. Absolutely. It, to me, there's just... it's not absolutely personal. no, absolutely for me. Yes, for you, yes. Absolutely. It's not absolute. Let's, let's keep that clear as well. Because <laughs>
0: there's some people who already have. Oh, I know
1: Jordan. I've seen. I don't know what his name. Some, some. And, guy and let's be himself. honest.
0: It's all. It's all. It's all subjective. Of course. And if they played against each other, it might not be the one-on-one matchup you want to see. Hmm. So I mean that's another players. thing. It's, huh? They're different players. They're much different. Jordan's probably a lot faster if they put him in their prime. But LeBron is—he's <laughs> massive. Wasn't. Yeah, LeBron would eat there's, him. Yeah. It would be—it would look like him playing against John Wall. That might be what it looked like. John Wall is kind of
1: like—he's really quick and—and. And there, there's just so okay. There's, there's one major thing I want to point out. There's one major thing I want to point, and I feel like it's the one thing that's always looked. Two things, actually. Sorry, that's so looked so far past every time when like this. And I'll
0: see off. if I can counteract you. I don't have stats yeah. with me, and so it's, it's not going to be stats. It's all right, literally go ahead. it's it's, it's, a, right. it's, a, it's a,
1: just a friendly topic when you think about all the basketball positions. My number one thing is why does everybody more? I'm not saying you are like, forget that this guy is a forward. LeBron. Exactly. Yes. yes. Congratulations. Like with you know today's game, where it's like everybody's a hybrid player. There's no more like I mean, you look at like how centers have died out. You look at how point guards are like a chosen ten. Yeah. Probably realistically six point guards in the league. Yeah. I'm mean, real tall. Otherwise, that shooting guards you're looking at. Again, that same kind of point guard said, like, true shooting guards. Like, yes. Dwayne Wade is a shooting guard. Like, he's not... He's moved more to a court, similar to Kobe, when they get older in their age, obviously. But shooting guards is, like, dead, dying out soon. Everybody's well, technically... center is. Well, yeah, center's dead. Unless you have Rudy Gobert, you have no reason. No reason. <laughs> or, so, know, I mean, <laughs> that's centers.
0: what There was a reason that... I mean, this 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 shocked me, but... Pistons were shopping uh, Andre Drummond. Oh, my. Every team in the world, would, like, 10 years ago, you would give up your firstborn child to have him on your
1: team. And now they're shopping him? But go ahead. Yeah. Like I said, the centers are done. Point guards, shooting guards, bare minimum. 80% of the league, you're forward. Yeah. You're, absolute, you're a forward hybrid. And that's what this is. Well, what do you expect is. when people like Giannis Antetokounmpo Oh, I know. Absolutely. In I'm, in not, worry, I'm not knocking. I just. And you got Kevin Durant.
0: He's he's an extraterrestrial. as yes. LeVertire always. He's six foot eleven, maybe
1: seven foot, and he dribbles like Isaiah Thomas. Yes, yeah. I'm not. Again, I like, enjoy making this. I'm not knocking the fact that the this is what today's game is now. They're hybrids, like back in the '80s and '90s. So, what's your point? Okay, my okay. whole point is: can we keep <laughs> not comparing, like saying like it's a look, gi- okay? It's a okay, different, okay. Like, get, is got a got forward. You. Jordan, like I said, with my love for Kobe, they're shooting guards. They're small guys. They're not supposed to be getting rebounds.
0: Like, the is it
1: There's different things. That's why I'm like, congratulations, LeBron. You got a triple-double. You're a forward. You're supposed to, kind of. In my oh. eyes, you're more or less supposed to. A guard getting a triple-double? Like, if it's like Chris Paul getting a triple-double? I'm kind of like, holy shit. Like, that's why I was more shocked with Ru- Russell Westbrook getting a triple-double. Well, two things... Hold your thought. Two things about Russell
0: Westbrook and his triple-double. Oh shit. His little triple-double Half is end of the end of their season. Because he... Russ, Russ was in the fourth quarter out of gas... Missing, like, ten shots in a row. And hit a lot of his rebounds, I noticed it towards the were end of gifts. the year. Were gifts. Yes, yeah, I'm, I'm not the, serious. It. But here's the thing.
1: The most impressive thing of his his triple doubles were the rebounds. Yes. Like. And isn't that more, again, because he's a guard yes. doing this rather than yeah. So that's the other part of the whole, like, I'm like, okay, can we separate, like, these kind of... It's like saying, who's
0: better, Will Chamberlain or Michael Jordan? Yeah, Yeah. I
1: hope to God, like, you better say... I mean, if you say points-wise, Will Chamberlain was playing, there was no threes, he's a seven-foot monkey, and I say that strongly because he was compared to everybody else he was playing with. Yeah. Um, he just jumped over everybody. He's just getting boards, throwing it back in. 200 hundred points that easy in that era. In Side note: Rob
0: is African American. He is allowed to say stuff like that about other <laughs> African
1: Americans. Just say it right. All right. I will put it that way. God. But <laughs> nobody's gonna listen. My number, to, my number two. My number two point is, and that's another thing with the stats too. Is you know? What LeBron came out of high school, great, John But he's probably, and I don't want to say luck is part of the world. I mean, part of the equation. But in comparison to like other number one draft picks, to have that big of an impact on their team, Mm -hmm. his succeeds like maybe the number two by too far. Like, yes, the talent was there and everything. I'm not knocking it. Yeah. But in the sense of the freedom that he got, in comparison to other number one picks like even I can throw go as far as like Allen Iverson yes he did get play, but the level of freedom that those two had in like is light years apart
0: well don't you think part of the reason he got that freedom was because he was that good that
1: and being in Cleveland like again like so you're talking he, about like when he went back or originally no originally I mean think about this like we all know basketball teams and like, things like that. We can go back to like you know the Sonics, like those teams that were like so bad. Like the Cavs were absolutely irrelevant. Like I mean, and they were irrelevant the second he left too. Yeah, like irrelevant. Like not yeah. even like hope is on the horizon. Or there was no one. I just that you couldn't tell me when a Cavs game was ever. I just being watched the, that
0: that uh, you know League you leaders? might not you might not like it, but me and. Me and Matt caught a little bit of the Believeland, the thing that uh, they did about the town of City. Si- I'm not It was well done. I did expect that. It was well done. Well, Wright Thompson from ESPN, the writer, whose name Wright, how great is that? I'd like to Google, see if Wright Thompson, see if that is his, actually his first name, please. Snagy let's listen. Yeah. Um, but when he's involved in something, it's, it's usually really good. And when I found out he was involved in it, I kind of clicked on it, and I got sucked in. It was pretty good. They started way back with like why the why the city collapsed because industry collapsed. All their industry was built on stuff that just you know, ran out, you know. And it was it was pretty cool. It was a pretty cool story, and it, and it it gave a lot more meaning to what happened last year, uh, especially when they. It was funny. It was is that actually his name? It's actually his name. Wow. Um, it uh, it it was interesting. They went through all those great Indians teams and the names that are on those teams, Omar I mean he, I forgot Omar Vizquel was the goddamn shortstop. Never <laughs> mind Albert Dow Manny forget about it, but like it even as somebody who wanted LeBron to win last year. It kind of made me look at it even more and be like, "Wow, there he can now he can do whatever the fuck he yeah. wants." To
1: but I, I just look back then, like saying, "Like this guy had a full freak," which again, in that situation, your talent fair. But what goes to my one of my major points with all this is, I can still never get over. Which again, every analyst and you name it will disagree all day. Say so whatever. The sweep does not matter at that time with Cleveland. They say it doesn't matter. If we look so far, or anybody looks at, you know, the stats from when LeBron was a rookie going in, in comparison, like say, like, to Kobe and other, you know, like, right out of high school, those first two years, if you want to say, where it's like, maybe they weren't getting, like, that same amount of playing time as LeBron. LeBron was getting a full, like, oh, yeah, yeah, worse. So they that's... There you go. I Germano
0: mean, I mean, Jermaine O'Neal. I remember he left. He left. Uh, he went from high school to the pros and then sat on the bench. Was it Portland. Portland. He sat on the bench for four years in Portland. And I
1: remember thinking to myself, wouldn't he have been better off going to play college? Probably so. If I say with that too, like that's right there. You two seasons. Huh? You made money on the bench. Oh yeah. That's, that's two a lot more than he's right there, there. Yeah. Of like twenty-five points per game, whatever you want to be, like, In comparison, like whatever, like I can say. So Kobe you're not. And, so you're not one of these people
0: who are going to... Because this is an argument. You know I hate this argument. He's 6-0 in the finals. If you want to say he has six titles and you want to put that up as your argument... No, that's okay. not my Okay, that's argument. six six championships. No matter when you did it. That's unless, a cherry. Unless you did it in like 1940 when there's probably like 10 teams. Six championships is legit. You want to throw that in, in the face of the LeBron lovers... Okay, but if you're gonna say he's six and zero in the finals, no, because that's the that's the Brady uh, Montana argument, and I hate that argument because we we, we talked about that before. Okay, you're six and zero. Well, so that means if you were able to drag, like, let's say hypothetically Jordan was able to drag one of those other teams to the finals, meaning he wins one or two more series, he's a worse player. Hmm. That's the argument. You understand what I'm mm-hmm. saying there? Like, okay, let's say year X, Jordan didn't make it to the finals. For whatever reason it was. He didn't have Pippen. They lost earlier, whatever. He was somehow able to drag his team to the finals that year, meaning he won more games in the playoffs, meaning he won more series in the playoffs, meaning he got to the finals and then lost. He's a worse player because he lost in the finals. I hate that argument. And that's the Brady... Before this year when Brady kind of ended everything. That was the argument that Brady-Montana... Montana four undefeated in the Super Bowl... Four and over... Wins when it counts... What do you mean he wins when it counts? So when, when he's playing the Cowboys or whatever... In, in the second round of the playoffs... That doesn't count? And when he loses... That doesn't count? That's, that's a bullshit argument... I hate that argument... You. you understand what I'm saying, right? Mm-hmm. So the guy who drags his team to the finals and loses... Or drags his team to the Super Bowl and loses... He's he's he would have been better off losing in the first round. That's what those people are arguing, mm-hmm. and I'm glad you didn't bring that up. You're you're too smart for that.
1: No, that's like I said. But if you're going to say
0: six championships, okay, fine. No,
1: okay. Like, I'll say wait. This point you're making is like a cherry, quote unquote, on top yeah. of everything. It's not yeah. it's not any weight to it. It's no, it's, that's what it's yeah. So my whole thing, which my main argument comes down to, is. If you wanna look at like you wanna talk stats, things like that. If you want me to ignore the sweep, you need to ignore those first two, three years of all these players you're comparison. Yeah. Because he again, not I'm not pushing him wrong because he caught a break of break of a lifetime in mm-hmm. his hometown where pretty much it's just like you the the, the, the key whole, City. The chosen one. Like that whole yeah. nickname, everything was literally it couldn't have worked any perfectly. Just like this whole dare Jeter, you're in New York, you got to New York, and this happened. Like you're gonna be overly praised in your own. What about talent. what
0: about bigger, faster, stronger? Um, does that hold any weight for you? Meaning that the overall average mean uh, athlete in in any sport is better than like 10, 15 years ago, or are we we're grading all these guys on how
1: they did on their.
0: I'm competition.
1: I grade by their competition. Exactly, and I'm And that's
0: why people are gonna argue like Babe Ruth's the greatest baseball player of all time because he's hitting more home runs than like teams
1: are hitting. Like you, people have to. I feel personally, people have to understand like okay, how much you want to look into it. Like just like I know Bartman because
0: there wasn't s- any players like like Kevin Durant when Michael no, Jordan was having playing. a seven no. foot somebody like, shooting threes naturally. Yeah, no. Exactly. Like,
1: Again, like this... Like, Larry this, like,
0: Bird shot threes and he was pretty damn good yes. at it. But
1: Larry Bird was a, a pasty white guy who who ran like, you know... Well, I even look like... And me as a middle schooler, I'm looking at him like, dude, white kid over shooter, there is a shooter. Shooter! Yeah. shooter. That's all he can do. Yeah. Like, like me, I was... I was the type of, like, I can drive past anyone.
0: So, I'm not sure. you shooting. realize what it would look like if Larry Bird had the guard and played against Kevin Durant right now? Yeah, that's a blowout. It would be bad. It's a blowout. It would, it would be bad. Absolutely. Like it Corbin. Would, yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> right? Exactly. It would be bad. Like, and that's the thing that people forget about. Like, uh, I don't know. I, I think it's an interesting argument, and... I hope they give him a test. I'd love to see. I mean, how great would it be if it made it to a seventh game? How great? Would it that
1: would be, be great for basketball. Not great. not for you. Absolutely not, not. for you. No. Overall, like I said, he can't. He to me, he can do it no matter what because if you look at no matter what. No, all right. Here's here's side note. Don't don't say no matter what. Can't because the, the guy.
0: So you're he's, telling me he wins five straight? No, no. I, I want to. I want you to answer. I want we'll start with him. You're like, I want you to honestly answer this. Because don't say can't, because mm. he's still playing. What would it take? And don't mm. say nothing. That's bullshit. If he goes out and if he goes out next year and averages fifty points a game Win four straight. straight. And if he goes if he does a, if he does what Russell Westbrook did this year, but he does it the way that LeBron would, and efficiently, and then they win. Because Russell Westbrook did not do it. Russell Westbrook, if I'm not mistaken, is uh, by volume the worst three-point shooter in the NBA this year. So don't give me this efficiency crap. Because Russell Westbrook, he also handled the ball. uh, His his usage was like 11% higher than LeBron's. And they did this on one of the radio shows. So the difference between how much Russell Westbrook handled the ball and LeBron was the same as LeBron and people that I've never heard of in the NBA. That's the difference in how much Russell Westbrook handled the ball. So don't say there's nothing because obviously there's something. They can, the Cavs can go out and win like 75 games next year. LeBron can average 40 points, 12 and 12. But I'm saying, honestly, what would he have to
1: do Pass them to do get you? my approval. Yes, I, to my personal opinion, nothing because at the same time it's not so much of what you do on the. I mean, I say why your stats and like all. So time. if he, there's an actual to me like a whole character of what I got, I grew up on like what I think of like a sports suspend, athlete and what they do.
0: Suspend disbelief, and and let's not forget Jordan didn't win a goddamn thing until Pippen got that.
1: Which is fine, but like I said, this and group, like, there's goal.
0: another thing that somebody pointed out to me that, that I think it's much less important in basketball than it is in in football and stuff like that. Jordan had one coach or two coaches. I think he had somebody before Phil Jackson. I think, I think he had. He had four? No, LeBron. I'm going LeBron. Like LeBron has like five, four. Yeah. Five, oh yeah, five, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think there was like it was. It was a famous guy who's like an announcer now, I forget his name, but he was like the original coach, and that's one of the knocks on him, like he he had just held on to his job a little bit longer. It's like, um, whatever, one of these old guys who's like 70 doing broadcasting now, but um, so he's had like two coaches, basically one, he had Phil Jackson, and LeBron's had a a, a Four. four, yeah, yeah, five if you count Pat Riley. <laughs> it's four. Yeah. But uh uh no it's more than four. He had black he had he had uh Luke
1: Mike, Mike Brown. Mike Brown
0: wasn't wasn't there all seven years he was there. He couldn't have been. I could have
1: swore he was.
0: Sat Matt, hurry up before we run out of the show. He couldn't have been there for seven years. There had to be somebody else. There had to be. But anyway, I mean that we all think LeBron is coaching the team now. But um, that's got to factor in the instability. That's got, but is it, he went from city to city, so it's his own doing. I don't know. I I hope he wins this year, so we can have the argument. You're right. He did have two more deals. But still, it's it's, it's instability, and, and a lot of it is his own doing. But Jordan had Phil Jackson. Not the doddering old jackass that we have now as Phil Jackson. But we had, he had genius Phil Jackson. So, I mean... I don't know. It's just... It's, it's fun to argue about it. And for all the doubters, I'd love to see... Let's put it this way. Here, here's another way to look at this, the potential finals that we have coming up. I would love to see one of the greatest of all time perform at a level that it would take to beat the Warriors. And I think for any sports fan, I think that would be fun to watch. Because I think we can all agree, if the Cavs are somehow to beat the Warriors, they're going to have to play perfect. And that means LeBron's going to have to be phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And I think, no matter if you like him or not, I want to see that. It'd be like, I mean, he's gonna have to. He's gonna have to be sixty percent shooting. Continue to hit threes like he's hitting right now. Continue to pay the refs. Like, like everybody doesn't get called that. I bet you that guy right there, Isaiah Thomas, is getting calls after he muttered something. But all right, NBA. Player. I got another question for you. I I, I had this on my phone. This uh, before we get out of here today, with our third ever shitty podcast. That actually, I think this is a pretty good show. But uh, what do you think the odds are for the Cowboys for the Super Bowl next year? You don't have to think I mean the odds. What do you think the favorite? Like, uh, if you had to rank them, where do you think they are? Five. You think they're the fifth favorite? Yes. No. They're ten to one odds. They're the second favorite. According to sports book,
1: I'm the Cowboys fan, and I'm like, Pfft. who's not one of my favorite? Patriots, 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 are, number- Patriots are. Do not tell me seventeen to five. Okay, if I can name the top five right now. So you said Patriots, Cowboys. Yep. Packers are definitely in there. Falcons are definitely in there. You're
0: missing one and in the top five.
1: Yeah, those. I said those. That's four of them. But
0: number- that's not the top four. Falcons no. are fifth. You're missing okay. number four. You got a guess?
1: The Raiders are not in the top five. I know that. Do you have a guess
0: where the Raiders might be? Raiders are seven. No, but you're damn close. Sixth. Yeah. Right. that's fair. That's fair. That's right. Did you, have you been placing bets? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm,
1: this is like an honest. <laughs> well, this, like,
0: is, this is. This might not be you know what Vegas has, but this is like if we wanted to bet right now on my account on Sportsbook, we could we could place these bets. So no. that's good enough for me.
1: No, honestly, if you said like, but you're
0: I'm missing, missing you're, you're missing one, and this
1: is. kind of surprised. No.
0: Steelers, no, Steelers are have
1: to be like 10th
0: then. Uh they're 18 to 1. They're past the Broncos and the Texans, so that's ninth or something. They have the Seahawks at twelve to one, same as the Packers.
1: So they they I would have had them as like eighth. I would I would have had um And you
0: got yeah, and you got the you gotta go all the way to I believe the tenth. The tenth whatever. Giants, twenty two to one. I would I think that's a guy. steal though. But it, if you're if you're gonna bet like like I do for the season long things mm-hmm. where where uh, two years ago I take Fournette it's seventeen to one and I I mean I lost I lost great didn't even get invited to the Heisman Heisman thing but that that was a great season. Christ he's running for two hundred yards a game that was that was money well spent because I got so much enjoyment out of it like Peppers last year I mean I got so much enjoyment yeah I didn't win and I knew at the end I wasn't gonna win but. Entertainment per dollar, I got a lot. Mm-hmm. So if you're if you're going to bet like that, you, obviously if you're going to bet, f- try to make money, you're going to bet on the Patriots or, or maybe the Packers, maybe the Falcons. I wouldn't bet on the Raiders just because all the analytics mm-hmm. guys say that uh, Carr is... Grab some? Huh? He's going to what? No, they, they say that he's being bailed out by uh, his receivers a lot. I think he's... Mari um, Cooper is really good. So is my... Crabtree's oh, cheese good, Crabtree's really good, yeah. Um, but, like, the Giants at 22-1? That's pretty good, man. I don't know. I
2: think you're banking on, uh, Eli having a great season, regardless of
0: how, how The great receivers he has. I don't know. But, um... Why don't we wrap it up? Uh, this is our third installment of, uh, The Uninformed. And I think this went pretty well. I think, uh, it was entertaining. And, uh... We'll see how the playoffs go. We're going to try to put up another one soon. And uh, bear with us. And uh, we'll get better as we go. Thank you for listening.